Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. On the football field, the action happens in the blink of an eye. It's like that off the field, too, when you've been injured. In a split second, your life is changed. Whether on the field or in the courtroom, when you've been injured, you need the right teammates by your side. You need Chase and Boscolo, a law firm willing to protect and fight for your rights. On the football field or in the courtroom, having the right team determines whether you win or lose. When injuries change your life, call Chase and Boscolo, trial lawyers that care. What's up, everybody? This is Fred Smoothie. You listen to Redskin Talk. Mr. Case Keenum, can we borrow you for a moment? Hey, what up, everybody? Hi, I'm Ryan Kerrigan. This is the Redskins Talk Podcast with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? This is Landon Collins with Redskins Talk Podcast with J.P. Finley. So the preseason comes to an end. Ravens win tonight's game 20-7. Cuts coming up for all 32 NFL teams this Saturday afternoon. What up, everybody? Redskins Talk Podcast, J.B. Finley, Pete Haley, Mitch Tischler in an undisclosed location. I'm playing a song because this is how I feel. Pete's got no idea what the song is. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots? Jesus. <laughs> uh, Billy, Willie, Willie Nelson. Stop. Willie's <laughs> getting closer to the right time for it. <laughs> Ears. No, he's not. Then Stone Temple Pilots? That's who I always guess. I know. Uh, you already missed the the important part. It's this is going so far over my head. It's not from the Snapchat era. The future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. Ah. And here's where I'm at, man. Dwayne Haskins, kind of a sloppy start. Got dialed in. Looked really good. I don't know when the Haskins era starts, but he's good, man. Like there is real reason to be excited, and I've said. For a long time, the Skins have, have proven incapable of building a consistent playoff contender. It, like, your whole life. It's the bulk of my whole life. Like, that's just how it's been. And I think if you can ever get a stud quarterback, it takes care of the rest of it. Or a lot of it. Like, and I'm not saying this kid is Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees or something, but when you have a top five, top six QB in the NFL, you're in the playoff conversation every year. And to me, Haskins is showing that he could be that. I don't know when it will happen. I don't know that he'll, I'm not saying definitively it's happening, but he has that potential. And I think tonight, we can talk about the game specifically in the 53-man roster or whatever, but tonight was about watching Dwayne, seeing what he can become. And I think the most impressive thing I've seen, and I said this on the show, wasn't the throw to Robert Davis, the 50-yard bomb. It wasn't the nice out to Sims for the touchdown tonight. It's how disorganized or mentally unsure he was in Cleveland, which was four weeks ago, dude. It wasn't that long ago. Versus tonight, like the procedure penalties don't seem to be there. The play calling seems so much quicker. They're at the line of scrimmage so much better. He's able to adjust 
protections and probably adjust snap counts, all that stuff. And I think that if you need one, and I've been accused a lot lately, especially weirdly on Instagram, of like being a hater and not not somebody called me toxic. Like toxic, oh. yeah. Somebody said I'm being toxic, bro. Oh boy, I think if they weren't they weren't here during the Shanahan era. They think no. anything that's happening right, right now is toxic. But what I'm telling you is, there's real reason to be excited about Dwayne Haskins. You can't just say it's the fourth preseason game he's playing against whoever he's playing against. Because he's also playing with whoever he's playing with. Right. But what was impressive for me, you said the command of the offense, but also the way that he was able to elude pressure, reset his body, get himself in the right position, roll out, throw across his body, make the make good throws in difficult spots. And you talk about his command of the offense post-game. You'll hear this interview at the end of the pod. Nice tease. JP got uh, one on two. That was pretty cool. With, I think two on one is a better way. All right. You prefer one-on-two or two-on-one, Pete? So JP is the one, they're the two. I think it's a one-on-two because you're interviewing them. It's not like they're interviewing you at the same time. I think it's it's a one-on-two. All right. With Dwayne Haskins and Steve Sims. And you asked Haskins about the touchdown throw, and he rattled off that play call. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's the physical stuff we knew was there, but I've been really impressed with his mental stuff, both breaking down plays and then also just handling questions about being the backup or questions about his growing pains early. just seems very level-headed and steady and doesn't get too high or too low, and I love the way he's coming along, improving all of the time. Every snap he seems to learn a little bit, and he always talks about 1%, 1%, 1%, and I think we're seeing that 1%. Stacking days, dude. That said, I still think it's the right call to start Case Keenum. I do, too. And I think that's a good point. I, I think it's not always going to be the second team defense out there and vanilla coverage. And, and things obviously progress. But I think there's a significant segment of the Redskins coaches front office that don't want him to play this year. Think about it. If he doesn't play this year, it means Case Keenum has them in the playoffs. Right. right? Like, that's good for everybody because Keenum's only on a one-year deal. And don't be in a rush. Try not to be in a hurry. Play it cool. I, think, I would have thought Pete would have brought up part of this but like his swag pregame and the way that he gets out on the field and he's dancing and like you know dapping up every different player he's different well, handshakes and, and stuff he's and connecting thought, with everybody i thought today he got to be the guy coming out of the tunnel like i, I think it's good he got that experience and, and that got to do that so the receivers and quarterbacks and specialists are out on the field in full pads first and then the linebackers the dbs the o and d linemen come running out afterwards and he Kind of le- he kind of lined up the guys in like a handshake line as the mm-hmm. as that second group of players ran out. I turned to Abernathy, who's our other shooter. That's not something that yeah. we've seen them really do before. And he's just you can see him kind of be more comfortable in his skin here in the NFL. And that, those are the steps you need to see the guy take before you can name even think about naming him a starter. Yeah, he's not like a DJ Stranger type who's yelling and screaming and uniting people that way. But he does seem to galvanize guys. And whether it's a second string D lineman or one of the running backs, he goes up to everybody and seems to relate really well, which so, is cool for a rookie of for his sure. Age. For sure. Good news, bad news for me. The cold's still lingering, but I'm not dying. I, I don't that have cold like I did before. I'm still fighting off that cold, too. All right, it's I'm, been a, I'm so screwed at some point. I don't know how I'm still going. All right, so at some point, Pete, you are screwed. Yeah. I don't know if it's related to this cold or not. <laughs> there are a lot of things that can. Want to thank the good the future's folks. bright, though. want to thank the good folks at Horseman Automotive Virginia. We ride with them. want you to do the same thing. The future at quarterback is bright. I, I think, not to be bullish, Mitch, but I think <laughs> everybody can see that. I, I think... Whatever naysayers, doubters there were about Haskins pre-draft, post-draft, I don't see how you're still sitting on that that hill now. And what was good is, I think it was with Cooley after the Cleveland game, he was saying, 
this is a kid who's grown up in the you know millennial generation whatever he had a lot of success at ohio state was really good in high school he hadn't encountered a lot of adversity and that was coming off kind of a rough start to training camp and a bad debut, and he handled the adversity well and got better in weeks two, three, and four. So that was promising to see the guy take some failures and not, you know, sink and turn inward, but he learned from it. All right, here's how this is going to run. That was the future is bright segment. That was literally what I wrote in my notes. We're going to react to the game. We got some podcast housekeeping stuff to take care of. The house is getting a little dirty. We got to clean it all. It's not up. dirty, but it's a long to-do list. Piling yeah. up. There's a lot of things. And dude, a lot of chores. Season's here. Like, yeah, right. like now that there's no more. Like, oh, it's training game. Oh, we'll it's take care like, of this. Yeah. It's week one, dude. It's time to get down to business. Game balls and goats. We're going to run the interviews, and that's the plan. So let's get right to it. Reaction to the game. It was sloppy. It was a fourth preseason game. It seemed interminable. Like, the, the length of time that game seemed to occur, I think I aged a decade. The amount of times you said, how much time is left? Oh, God. Well, I think we said this. A lot of terrible penalties. In every preseason game about the penalties, but there were so many penalties. Yeah. I mean, it's a multitude of things, right? Because refs are calling more to try to, like, get players in the mindset of what they're going to call. You got guys that aren't really NFL caliber players out there, especially on special teams. You guys want to guess? Do you guys know the penalty numbers? No. No. You want to guess? Total, let's do, you want total or by team? Let's do total. Okay. Over, under, 19. I was going to say 19. I was going to say 20. So I'll say just under. 21 penalties for 188 yards. Oh, my. Uh, That's almost two trips up the football field. The Ravens had 12 for 105, and the Skins had 9 for 83. Eat it, Harbaugh. More disciplined here in D.C. Yo, how about the Ravens? Hey, at some point, a streak's a streak. It's and they've awesome. won, what, 17, 17 in, a row? in a row? To win 17 in a row you with stole the hodgepodge game ball. of players. I was going to give a game ball to the Ravens. Well, I'm sorry, it. buddy. You still can. <laughs> the, the, what was it? What year are the Dolphins? The 84? 72 Dolphins are wow. pretty upset. I almost botched it, but I collected myself. I think the skins won in 84. 84 yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. A lot, um, of, a lot of old botched. T- Who uh, sings that song, by the way? Harbaugh? I don't know. Okay. I, I know the song. I think it's like an obscure 80s okay. band. got it. Harbaugh takes the preseason seriously and wants to win the games. That, I think Harbaugh takes life seriously. Certainly, but he wants to win the preseason games, and he goes he goes about making sure that happens. Which kind of the – I don't want to say the difference, but like Jay Gruden, uh, it was kind of a cool moment. His – Mom and dad were at the awesome. game, <laughs> and I, I said something to him, and he's like, yeah, this is only the second time my dad's ever come to a game I've coached. The last one he was at, we got shut out in Tampa. So he was kind of joking. He's like, might get shut out again tonight. Yeah. And so the Grudens were walking down the tunnel to get, head out to the field right as Haskins and the entire most oh, of the no. team comes running out, and they are, they're literally getting pasted against the side of the wall, like <laughs> trying to get out of the way. and. Everyone's like, who are these people? Yeah. Right. And I was like, it's like just They're move off to the side. It's okay. <laughs> Yo, and if they knew it was the coach's parents, it would have been like, they would have, the yeah. players yeah. would have been yeah. out of the way. I'm sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Gruden. Okay, so penalties, ugly play. I imagine we'll get into p- some p- player-specific <laughs> stuff. Did you have, like, a specific reaction to that game? No. Not a heck of a lot to come out from that game. I, I think... I think there's some specific positional stuff we need to talk about, but, like, any other game reactions? I thought it was interesting how much... Some of the O-line played. I thought Jaron and Wes Martin playing as much as they did was interesting. And I think, honestly, I would have liked to have seen Eric Flowers play. Yes. If you're saying that that some of the excuse for some of the poor play is lack of experience, this is a perfect opportunity. Even if it's for a drive or two or a quarter or whatever, 
get him out there and let him have that experience. Let him show that he can – let him get a little confidence. Dominate some third-string nobody from the Ravens and get a little confidence and move forward. I, that's well, – I would have liked to have seen him out happen. there. Montez Sweat playing a little bit was interesting, but he, he guess needs a little more work, which is fine because we haven't seen him really have that breakthrough well, moment. And he yet. missed a few er, – like, yeah, I mean, he missed like a week of practice. Yeah. What well, was your line you wanted to say? The best kind of preseason is the one that's over with. That's what I always say, Indeed. and as always say, it's. I started saying it 20 minutes ago, and I kind of like it. It'll it's be good an luck. interesting day on Saturday. Cuts. When we get down to cuts, but. I imagine they're going to, I mean, let's hope that they release a number of the cuts tomorrow. They know a lot of these dudes. You can cut 30 of these dudes right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no offense to those guys. I mean, congrats to them on living some part of their dream out. All right, I want to I dive in a little because. Some of this is how things are going to be impacted with the roster. And, and it starts at wide receiver. Jay Gruden in postgame said, mm-hmm. and this is big because all Pete and I both had seven wideouts on the team. Jay said seven is doubtful and that five or six is, is more doable. You know, the, the, the whole receiving group, like I have said many a times, they all bring something different to the table. It's going to be tough to narrow it down to five or six guys, maybe seven, but I doubt seven. So it will be tough to narrow it down to six. So we'll have to wait and see. And, and combine that with something earlier in the week Jay said about potential gets you fired, potential loses your games, you take the best players. And I wonder where we're at with this Richardson, Quinn, McLaurin for sure. Yes. Yep. I would then put Harmon because did Harmon even play tonight? He played. I wouldn't say Harmon's in because of performance. I think it's Harmon because <coughs> of the draft pick, of course. Sure. But he's safer than the guy like Robert Davis. I, I think they are very much trying to trade Josh Doxson. We've been telling you that. I saw Ian Rappaport talking about it tonight, which means it's like hitting the national yeah. scale, which means agents and people in other markets are talking about yeah. it. It's going to be really interesting what happens with the Sims boys that are, are not related. But You want to do real quick, Doxson on Saturday, traded on the Redskins or released? After four o'clock, like what, like their final four oh one on Saturday. What is well the skins probably well, put their yeah. roster in and one time. The skins right. final fifty three. And I guess Doxon could also be traded. How about by week their one? First final fifty three. How about week one? Initial. I think it's diff- I think there's a big difference there. My answer on Saturday is on the roster. My uh, answer for week one, I don't know. Huh. Do you think that will be when the trade happens or maybe they cut him? I don't think they're cutting him. I don't think they are either. I think they keep him for a little bit because yes, he's not great at all, but you know he can get you three catches for 30 yards in an NFL game. You don't, don't know, have guys you don't know if Robert Davis that, can do right? that. I, you, you, you roll your eyes, but that's real. Like yeah. Steven Sims, we love him, but can Steven Sims start in week one in Philly and produce? I think if they want to at least Gruden see it a little Gruden got the opposite. That, yeah. That yeah. He's, he's still learning. Yeah. I don't think Steven Sims – I don't think Steven Sims is a guy, but I would rather roll – If they're keeping five, I don't know that either Sims right. is the guy. I would rather roll – And Cam with, Sims had a splint on his finger, so – That might be – Is uh, that a sneak attack IR? Yeah. I'd rather roll with a Robert Davis and see what you can get because you can pick up three for 30 off the streets come You say Sunday. that, but they've had trouble doing it. How many three for 30 did Michael Floyd give you? Yeah. Brian Quick isn't giving you three for 30. Oh, I just—I mean, I disagree with that, but... It happened. Was anyone getting three for 30 on those teams? Doxson. I don't know. I don't think you're sneaking... Jay Gruden just said it, you can't lean I on get potential. It. But are you trying to get all four of those guys to the practice squad? Who? Robert Davis, Sims, Sims, and... Um, you love Kidzy. Well, Kidzy, too. Fine. You can throw him in there. I do love Kidzy. I think Kidzy should be on the roster. For real? If they're keeping five, no. If they're keeping seven, yes. Okay. All right, I think... I think Doxson's safe for the early weeks. And then maybe if Harmon or Davis Who's your sixth? Are you looking at me? Sure. Uh, I mean, Richardson, Quinn, McLaurin, Harmon, Doxson. Robert Davis. Davis is sixth? Special teams helps him, and 
maybe he can eventually assume a role on offense. We'll keep this in mind, too. Trey Quinn still had a, I'm no doctor, but either a wrap or a little cast or whatever on that thumb. Yeah. Now, he was going through work and catching balls. Yeah, we saw him practicing a little. Yeah, he was throwing balls, too. Four days ago, we called Cam Sims a roster lock. That's what You think they're getting Cam Sims, Steve Sims, Kidzy, and maybe Robert Davis on the practice squad? Yes. Oh, Michael so Phelps this is tweeted. The, uh, this is the thing that's getting lost in all this, is that, like, I don't think there's going to be great uproar around the NFL to claim Darvin Kidzy Agreed. and Cam Sims. I think every team has a Darvin Kidzy around. Right. There's Panthers not, talks going right now. Talking. not keeping four wide receivers on the practice squad. <laughs> right. I don't think they, they want to. They have ten. They don't care. Who, who do you need, like— but I also don't think they will. They'll choose two of those guys. I agree. I agree. Um, but that was when Phillips tweeted, hey, it's the wet blanket. They're not going to have any trouble sneaking any of these players onto the practice squad. And I think you agreed with it. Yeah, I do. But I'm going to try to read his actual Hi, wet blanket tweet because that's our guy. Right. I like Darvin Kidsey over both Sims. I to like, me. Let's that, rank You can up. tell me I'm wrong, but I, that's – I got he's Steven, my, Steven he's, Cam Darvin as my rankings. I got, We're all just out on Cam now. I'm You're going Stephen Cam. Cam Darvin. I still like Cam. Dave, Robert Davis is the one seed out of these four. Of yeah. oh, the four, yes. I, I yeah. think we all agree Robert Davis is Here's the one. Here's the Phillips quote. Hi, wet blanket here. None of these re- receivers you're excited about would have any difficulties clearing to the practice squad. Well said, Philly, Philly, Philly. Davis, I'm still going to say Cam, despite a rough night tonight. Yeah. He's still the biggest and most athletic. Yeah. Like, small slot guys are exciting, but, I mean, those guys aren't that hard to find. Trey Quinn was Mr. Irrelevant last year. Right. So uh, of those guys, it, that's a pick em for me. Well, Steven Sims was better tonight. And Steven so, Sims did help as a punt turner a little bit. Yeah, that could be sure. a little tiebreaker. My thing on Darvin Kidsey versus the other two, not versus Robert Davis, but the two Sims, is that the kid catches the football. At some point, if you're a wide receiver, you got to catch the ball. And he's been consistent through sure. camp and through the preseason making plays when he's had an opportunity to make them. Guys that did not make play. I don't think we have an answer, so I'm not going to continue to just sit here and go on a wide receiver right. vortex. And I also don't think that that last wide receiver spot is necessarily could be out there. Or could be out there on the on on another team. Before we get right stuck now. in the wide receiver vortex, real quick, is your Doxon cut and Week One the same, different? What do you think is Saturday future is, and then Week One future? I think if they're not able to move them by Saturday, I don't know that that I don't think I don't know that much changes heading into Week One. Okay. I also, I mean, I also just wonder what's going to happen with the Trent trade talks and, like, if any of that ever gets serious, what is the one position you can add week one and the guy can play wide out? Yeah. What is the one position where a guy can join your team and be an immediate impact player wide out? Like, look at what Amari Cooper did for the yeah. Cowboys. If you get, like, it, it, like, an elite offensive lineman still has to learn the system, maybe a pass rusher. But, like, even an elite corner. That's if you're just straight line right. rushing the pass. Maybe a, no. Peterson, the running back. But, like, back. Khalil Mack. Running back's tougher just because you have to be able to pass block and understanding the. But AP was that good. He was able to help right yeah, away. Right. I mean, it's fair. I just think wide out above. Now, there's learning play calls and stuff. But ultimately, Certainly. it's just knowing your route. And a quarterback can always just signal that. Right. right. So, I, I think who knows what's going to happen there. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, I just, I just, I, yeah, I, I guess who knows what's going to happen, basically. The running back position was funky tonight. Craig Reynolds got, I actually want to pull up the carries. Craig Reynolds got, so P. Ryan and Marshall played a lot early. Marshall had the fumble, they got called back, wasn't a fumble great. Marshall's stats looked decent. A lot eight, of junk in there at the end. Eight for 45 with a 16-yard run. 
Craig Reynolds, not the night I'm sure he hoped for. Nine for 15. Samaje Pirine, five of 13. And most interestingly, Marshall and Pirine got snaps inside of five minutes in the fourth quarter. Pirine was five for 13, you said? Yeah. So he finishes preseason 20 carries, 43 yards. Woof. Yeah, that's two point something. Two point nothing. I mean. 2.1. I don't know where I saw it, but, like, if you need a roster spot and you say, screw it, like, there's good running backs available on the street. Well, we've talked about that forever. You don't carry any of them? Dude. You just go three? Yeah, on the pod we did a couple days ago with Kaim and Kareem, it was like, all right, is it Pirine or Marshall? Which one do you want? At this point, I'd be fine with them just saying, screw it, and losing both of them. Neither of them are special. (coughs) Go pick up Capri Bibbs instead. Right. In week four when you need help. Or pick one of them up later. I don't think these guys are going to be... Neither of those guys did well. And and the Ravens take their preseason serious and have a good defense and all that. But, like, God, man, that was ugly slogging. And I think for Jay or whatever coach decided to put them in at the end, that's a message. It's like... Absolutely. Like, you think you have something locked up? Like, you're playing with four minutes to go in a preseason You're down game. In yeah. the fourth preseason game. Right. Dude, when 32 came back out there, we're yeah. sitting in the press box. You I'm like, put your I'm binoculars like, on. No, I'm like, I'm like, dude, is that 32? And Pete's like, nah, it's 22. I'm like, no. And then I pulled out the binoculars. I was yeah. like, dude, that's 32. Like, oh, my God. Smashy's playing right now? Yeah. I don't but know what to saying, make of it, man. If you're saying and like, that. I got to make some calls and text some people. But If Jay's saying five or six wide receivers, yeah. three running backs is a possibility, that's – the Two one area I think they're going to be looking to add offensive linemen like right away as they get released elsewhere. And Casanova being hurt. That's where I want to go. Yeah. Right. So Casanova McKenzie, great week last week, had the concussion tonight, which you hope everybody's okay, right? Two concussion issues. One at tight end with Jordan Reed. J.P. Holtz made a nice catch tonight. What if they don't think Reed's ready for week one? Flanagan didn't play tonight. Yeah, he's got a yeah. finger injury, I believe. Okay. Is it, well, here's my question real quick before you get into it. Is it a distinction with the difference that – they announced Jordan Reed was in the concussion protocol, but never said he had a concussion. Today, Casanova McKenzie, they said he had a concussion. It, is that just a sparsing of words that they didn't... I don't know. Is sparsing been, a word? Sparsing is a word. 100%. Let's, I think sparse is a word. I don't think sparsing. sparsing. There's, you're parsing. There's parsing. Yeah. And there's sparse. And yeah. freshly squoze. Sparsing. No the word. act... Uh, it's not a word. Dude. Yeah. It's in Merriam-Webster right there. No, it's not. All right, let's continue. It's in Wiktionary. That's not a real Wiktionary. So. Sparse is a word, Mitch. Spark the oh, verb. And now Mitch is going to look it up as if it's going to be different on his phone. The verb is not a, like, it's sparse parsing. is a he, th- he wanted parsing and just right. made up sparsing. <laughs> End of story. All right, look, let's start at OLB. Correct. Where Casanova McKenzie was a damn roster lock, and I think still I ex- is. And, yeah. So you got Kerrigan, Anderson, Sweat. You're not going to Philadelphia with three pass rushers. No, you're not. So you, If they were going to only keep four, and this concussion is likely to last a week, I think you got to add a fifth. Yeah. And and maybe because it's Thursday and the game's not till next Sunday, that gives them a week and and they can figure it out. But I don't know if Marcus Smith is the guy. Yeah, I don't think the fifth is on the roster. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean. I mean, maybe you try and survive with Marcus Smith playing very sparingly. Well, I mean, he's a veteran. I mean, he played for this team a couple games last last year. Yeah. But that creates your first trickle down because if all of a sudden now Casanova's hurt, you got to keep you got to keep five instead of four. You're taking that spot from someone. That's where baby receiver running back gets trimmed. Right, and yeah. then 
that, that right. That's where maybe a receiver or running back gets trimmed. And then you look at tight end. If you really, they've all been saying Jordan Reed's going to be okay. Yeah. If you really believe that and you don't need to IR him, but maybe he's still not ready for Philly or Dallas, then maybe you got to carry four there and he's your inactive guy and you're going yeah, so you're already, burn and sprinkle holes. You're already down two inactives, you, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and you only have, what, seven. seven? Yeah. Are you guys definitely holes over Flanagan? Yeah. I mean, I think so too. Flanagan gives you nothing in the pass game. It's no. just <laughs> negative. I'd rather just start. I tell you what, and Sprinkle has really developed in the past game. Yeah. We'll see it happen in, in real games, but I've been impressed with Sprinkle. So, on the current roster, I don't think they have 10 O linemen. I don't think they would be adverse to keeping 10 O linemen. I think if, if it starts to shake out that way, maybe Jeremy Reeves gets a spot, or maybe that's why you have to go five wide outs because you have to carry four tight ends and five OLBs. Yeah. Who's the 10th O lineman? It's X. I just don't think it's Trent. Okay. <laughs> right. He ain't coming. Right. Trent is not coming. For all the people, like, I had a couple people ask me when I was waiting to do my, like, halftime hit thing, and they're like, what's up with Trent? I was like, he's not coming. I'm ever? Saying, I don't know about ever, but anytime not, soon. Okay. Because it's Labor Day weekend, which is the date we set. Great question. Mitch, it's Labor Day weekend, pal. It is. You're going to St. Michael's? Labor Day weekend is here. Yep, it is. Where the hell are you on the alarm scale? Donald Penn makes that alarm scale stay pretty low. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just, you're a cartoon character at this point. Why? Wait. You're he's not, of, you are full of Listen, he's not here, he's not coming. Right? But all along you've been saying he's coming. Great, he's not coming. He's not here, he's not coming. They're not trading him. They're they're staring each other in the eye, and no one's blinking. That's not alarming? He's the best player they have. He is. So where are you on the alarm scale? I'm telling you that I think that the offensive line will be just fine. It's not going to be as good as he, it would be. What? Dude. Yeah, I'm at 20 on the 25 alarms. It's He's a two-win difference for this team. It ch- changes everything. It's going to affect what? all three units. You're, you're clear, you cannot be telling the truth. No, so listen, the alarm scale, when we were looking at it, when we first started talking about All along you've been saying he's going to show up. Right, so I was wrong. He's not showing up. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. He's not showing up. That should change your alarm scale. Yeah. Well, that shouldn't just be That's a Donald big deal. Is here. But the alarm, the alarm scale was... Could be was would have been super high, assuming he wasn't coming when we were looking at Jerron Christian, Eric Christian, Christian, Eric Flowers playing yeah. left tackle and Wes Martin being your left guard. What is the alarm scale that Trent Williams is not here? It's he's not coming, so it's high. What do you want me to say? It's that, a twenty-five. He's not here. You've been refusing Thank to you. say that. Thank you. For Six weeks. Oh, Cy Fenwick's going to be editing <laughs> a lot tonight. I mean, this is nuts. Okay, but now yes. everything's okay because Donald Penn's here? It's not not everything's okay. You it's said just, just fine. It's not as alarming as it would be. I get it. If, Maybe. The, if, the, if the group that we were looking at when we first started talking about this was the current group. It assages it a little bit. It's still mega alarming and two wins different for this team. At least one. Yeah. Maybe one. You lose a lot like of for me, I go from error. seven and nine to six and ten. Maybe so. Mitch goes from eleven and five to ten and six. <laughs> I was never eleven. You no, know, we had a bye, but now they have to have the home division. I was game, never eleven and home five. Wild card game. I was I was eight and eight at the highest. All right, that was fun. I, I just I like that was good it's not, parsing of words. It's not, <laughs> so much parsing. It's not good that he's not here, but you also have to accept the fact that he's not and move on. Next man up, league. I, dude, oh, but like we don't. We're not on the damn team. Yeah. We're not the coaches. We, can right. we don't have to accept it. it. You guys can flip out about it. 
Go ahead, flip out. I'm going to. I will I'm mention not it flipping out about it. I'm flipping out about your absurd attempt to spin this thing that it's not a big deal. I'm not saying it's not a big deal. You, you, you just did. I'm saying that the offensive line is going to be just fine. Oh, my God. I don't think he, they will be. Yeah. Because now you have, lost. you have Donald Penn and Eric Flowers on the left side. Well, that's the not Eric just Flowers fine. situation isn't good regardless. <laughs> so but you're that's more not, worried about Eric Flowers than Trent Williams not being here. I'm more worried about Eric Flowers than I am Donald Penn. Um, it's too late at night for this. <laughs> I'm gonna lose. I'm happy this is gonna be a short We can continue one. this argument at a at a more awake. That's the end of my notes. The Casanova concussion. I'm worried about. I don't know what it means to the Jordan Reek concussion situation. I do think Marquis B.J. Blunt didn't do anything tonight. He needed to. Jeremy Reeves did. He needed to. Robert Davis did. He needed to. Quick game ball. Marquis Flowers. Yeah, I think yeah. we're there. If you guys are there. Yeah. All right. Want to thank. Orsman Automotive of Virginia. Pete, who are we thinking? Chantilly Kia. All right. Go buy a Kia in Didn't Chantilly. We drive a Kia somewhere that we were going to talk about? Was that Atlanta? Yeah. It might have been even Cleveland. I feel, I feel like we had a I Kia think it was reference. Cle- it was Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. We loved it. Yeah. Very Maybe spacious. it was the ride from the, the Uber from the airport. Yes, because we were very impressed by it. Yeah, we were. Oh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How comfortable were you? It was, it was pleasant. A lot of room for our suitcases, too. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice... And there's good air conditioning in the backseat, yeah, which is important because we're which hot. all the Ubers in Atlanta just don't understand, like, air It was weird how they were, like, it very odd. Because it was, like, kind of cool while we were there. But we would ask no, them to turn it up in the hell. Compared to what, like, Atlanta summers can be? Oh, in Cleveland. Ah, whatever, dude. This is another... Kias are great. Go buy them. What? Especially at Chantilly Kia. We're in another wide receiver vortex. <laughs> yeah, all right. Or housekeeping. We're going to run through all this. Game balls and guts real quick. No, we're going to that after housekeeping. Oh, okay. You said we were in it right then. All right, preseason for everybody. Yeah, dude. Pete's pumped about game balls and goats, by the way. September 14th, I am going to be at the Old Town Pet Resort. Uh, We're going to be auctioning off a pair of Redskins Cowboys tickets, which is the next day. Bring your dog. Complimentary day of play and swimming for dogs. And they're giving away a gift card if you adopt a puppy trying to get dogs there forever homes. Check it out, otpets.com slash propets. All right, check Sep- that out. September 14th. I believe you have to register your pets to. You have to register well. your pets. Aren't we all going to be there? Yeah, I didn't know. If you, are you guys definitely going to go? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, then we're all going to go. I was told to keep it clear, so I'm going. All right, well, great. We're all going to be there. Let's go play with puppies and meet people and have fun. Sounds great. Okay, good deal. I have a number of other items. Watch? Yes, tell them about the watch. So, you guys were fantastic. Got Redskins Talk Pod on Instagram. Over 3,000 followers. We promised we were going to give away a sweet watch that we got from a Mount Rushmore listener. It is now time to do that, so I'll make sure I do it this week. How are we going to randomly choose the out of the... Find a computer I think program. I'm just, yeah, I want you to write out all 3,000. I do want that to happen. You said this for months. I do think that's happen. the right thing that should happen. Okay, I'll write, them, I'll write them all out. Every username. No, I'm going to find a program. Just get well, a Random name general. Hey, hey, listeners out there, if you know but somebody's going to have to install all the names. I think I know what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up our follower list and just scroll, 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 scroll up, down, all over the place for like 10 minutes and just land a finger on somebody. I think okay. just we'll, do a number, we'll random something. number generator. That's exactly. Follow, That's it'll exactly give you one number, go down the list, find that number. Sold. Okay, there we go. Um, I'll do that next A watch week is coming to somebody. Don't we have something else to give away? We have a clock, and that's for 1,000 reviews. I think we're about 900. Tell everybody how search to leave a review. Red Scene Stock Podcast on Apple. It has to be Apple, and you have to search it. If it's in your downloads or whatever, that doesn't work. Search it, Red Scene Stock Podcast. There's a leave a review button once you click on our logo, and that's how you do it. We love the reviews. Please leave them. We haven't looked in a while. Maybe we'll read some of those. Yes. Okay, a couple other things. The uh, Survivor Pool is coming back. Uh, Survivor Pool is a lot of fun. I think we had like over 300 people in it last year. I was out in week two. 
Yeah, I think both, the Redskins no, no. on the Colts. I think, I think we were both out week one. Yeah, dude, because I, I won. Oh, Between the three of us, yes. Right. Terrific. Right, so <laughs> we're going to have that coming. Look for that on Twitter or whatever. That's we'll, going to be we'll, awesome. We'll post it. Dudley's. I'm going to be doing Dudley's every Monday night for Monday Night Football. Juicy. You two are certainly invited. I got, what? I got your uh, – I'll take care of you guys. I haven't guys. heard about that. That's sick. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Dudley's. Starting – the doubleheader Monday night, the first one of the I season, love the seven, which yeah. is a lot of fun, yeah. dude. So we'll do one hundred and then just go over there. I mean, I've never heard of a better yeah. idea of mine. Also, and I got to, I might have talked to so Mitch good. about this. I want to set up every week we're there. I want to do a squares pool, and I want to. Is it possible to do a special DraftKings? Yeah, where it's like only twenty people can sign up. Yeah, yeah you can make your own group. But my thought is. We can make a password. I think you can invite only or something like that. Well, I'm not going to do that because I want it to be whoever shows up. That's what I'm saying. When they but show like, up, they get an invite. Well, I'm going to make it a free league. So there's no money up front. Right, right. But the winner, I will buy whatever. No lawyers allowed. Like, yeah. if your bar tab is reasonable, whoever wins the DraftKings thing, I got your bar tab. I think that's kind of fun, a right? Fantastic idea. I had no idea about this Dudley stuff, and I can't wait. Yeah, that place is so cool, dude. As long as the weather's nice, we can just sit outside. The rooftop you know there was one of the outside. better rooftop yeah. I've been on. And then stay tuned. Not super official yet, unless Mitch knows something I don't. But I think we're going to be doing a weekly stream show. Maybe not. Mitch is making a weird face, like he just sucked on a lemon. So a very bad we're, lemon. We are we're trying very very hard to make this happen. <laughs> okay, well we'll find out about that. We can make an announcement later. Yeah, forget. So the watch is coming. Yeah, so the watch, really cool. watch is really what you want. We finally figured out how to do it. I All have right. no idea how to mail anything. Alex is gone, so I'm gonna have to figure it out. Yeah, I know how to mail things. Okay. Like we'll figure it out. Cool, cool, cool. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Orsman Fairfax Toyota. Let's ride together. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Savings, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chantilly Toyota. Let's ride together. Game balls and goats, Pete, you're up. So the obvious ones, Stephen Sims, Dwayne Haskins. Sims, we don't know if he's on the roster or not. He's not on the roster, but he's got a really secure practice squad spot. About as secure as it gets on practice squad. Maybe he's on someone else's roster, but he said he needs to make a splash play earlier in the week. Positional scarcity. He can play slot. He can return punts. Yeah. Trey Quinn has been an injured dude in one year in the pros. Jay Gruden has now called him electric <coughs> and a fireball in the past four days. Steven Sims game ball, way to make a play. And his son, eight-month-old Steven. That's a cool story. Steven third, first time out of Texas, came to watch his dad. And I caught up with him in the locker room. I said, oh, was Steven even able to stay up and watch? I mean, that was kind of a late game. Did he see your touchdown? I said, yes, he's still awake. I'm not even going to go shower. I'm going to go see him outside of the stadium. So game ball to the whole Sims family. That's really cool. And you'll hear the interview here in a bit. Just a really nice young man. And uh, it's funny, too. Like, Mitch, help me with, like, phrasing this the right ways. But, like, a 
undrafted dude like Steven Sims doesn't know, like, the protocol to have his family, like, in the stadium yeah. waiting for him. So they, like, go outside to wait for him. But certainly, like, his son could have been closer inside. Yeah. Yes. But they don't know, like, who to ask and how right. to set right. all that up. And they're also, there's so much of, I don't want to be a burden on anybody right, right, anywhere. Right, right. I just want to, right. you know, come totally. in and play and do that. Okay. I agree with those. Am I up? Yes. Sure. I mean, this is the order, right? Yeah. Like we have any order on this podcast. JoJo Wicker made a couple big plays. There was a there was a really fun goal line stand by the Redskins defense. That was kind of lit. Late in like the was that fourth quarter? Yeah. Late third quarter. So JoJo Wicker and uh, Daryl Williams, the linebacker, oh. both made it. Daryl Williams was like firing these guys up, which I just love to see. Like that's a guy that, that was cool. Recognizes this is my chance. He was this a is my late moment. signing this offseason too. And right. Been here all summer. So they get the stops, and then what I loved, and I said this to Deron Payne leaving the locker room. So as JoJo Wicker's coming off the field, <clears throat> they stop three straight Ravens running running plays. And Deron Payne and John Allen are so hyped when JoJo's coming off. Deron Payne jumps up in the air, gives him, like, the chest bump. Like, they're all just, like, patting him on the head, patting him on the shoulder pads. And then Jim Tom comes over, like, hugs everybody. <laughs> I, I still don't know that JoJo Wicker makes this spot, but that D-line is, like, a legitimate family. And if anything is going to work this year, if if – if they're going to win seven, eight, nine games, ten, whatever, that D-line has to make it all year. They are the strength. They are the focus. We'll see. I enjoyed that moment. Sometimes the moments are, are cool. My guy Jeremy Reeves got some love when he was coming off as well. It was, a good, it was a good stop. So what the hell? JoJo, Williams, and Reeves. And Deron Payne for the chest bump when he's in street clothes. Kind of a gutsy move for an yeah. important player. Sure. Game balls all around. No, they scored on the next goal line. <laughs> right. But that was a bad pick from McClendon. Tressway gets game ball. Dude punted for 300 yards and keeps forcing fumbles. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Catchable this year? He's gone from, all right. We got to ask him about that. Forget the touchbacks. Him. I'm just going to make them fumble the ball now. Here's my running theory, and I have no idea whether it's oh. a thing or not. Oh, boy. Love He's not this. punting straight spirals. He doesn't seem to be punting as many straight spirals that turn over. They're kind of the wobbly. Yeah. Ball in the air. I wonder if that's a intentional and b if that's what's causing it. We'll have to talk to him and see. But kind of love seeing all the fumbles uh, during the, during on the punt plays. I think granted a bunch of those guys. I don't know that they're going to be starting I mean, re- punt returners in the league. Marquise but, Brown was fumbling him tonight. It's kind of a big name. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, we'll have to have Tress kind of discuss Hollywood that on his next Byron. podcast appearance. Yeah. All right. I'm kind of yeah. I, my hat tips <laughs> for Tress and JoJo, so I'm done with the positives. Um, and the Ravens for 17 straight preseason wins. Good for them. I'm giving a hat tip to my guy Matthew McConaughey. He was cool. Let me take a picture. Was awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a cool moment. That was well played by both Dude, both sides. For the fourth preseason game, as much as it's a bit of a drag, whatever. McConaughey, I had to do my halftime hit, like the jumbotron hit. Daryl Green was there. I was like, "Hey, can we grab Daryl?" And they're like, "Well, do you know him? Can you ask him?" I was like, "Yeah." And so done. Got, yeah, <laughs> it's so JP's done. The halftime hit yeah. with Daryl Green is way better than the halftime hit with JP Finley. <laughs> hey, and got to talk to him about. Haskins and Jimmy Moreland, who he likes nice. a lot. So then I see Moreland in the locker room afterwards. I was like, yo, I was talking to Daryl Green about you. He's like, yeah, I asked him if I could wear 28. And he was <laughs> like, uh, you got to talk to the equipment guys, That's which is pretty sweet. funny. And then they were talking about what number he was going to wear, because there aren't a whole lot of numbers in the 20s. He doesn't there, want a 40. Doesn't want I, a 40. I keep saying Dunbar wore 47. He's like, nah, man, nah, 40 man. is so Can you imagine the guy of, Maybe 34 of that stature? Or Jimmy Moreland's stature. Would that even fit on his jersey? Yeah, it's gross. I'm sure they make it. And then I'm going to do a hat tip. Or 
a game ball. Redskins PR, man. Bring it out. So Steven Sims was there, and then Dwayne Haskins showed up. And in our business, as a media person, you don't make quarterbacks wait. It's a pretty flat rule. Even rookie quarterbacks, they don't wait. And so we kind of just rolled with it. And, and Mitch and Jerry and our guys back in Bethesda, Sibelia, like everybody just went with it. And it allowed for a really fun, organic moment with a one-on-two, as you guys have put it. You guys yeah. will get to hear the interview, but I, I think everybody did well on their feet there, so I was I was happy. And we got the best quote of the preseason, I believe. Yeah, we'll let the fans kind of hear it, though. Yeah, so. let them hear it. Nice ready for tease for you. Look at that tease. Very All right, how about this? Everybody that figures out what the best quote is tweeted at us. Yeah, tweeted yeah, Like an 18 wheeler situation. Yeah. Our Hulk. A little code word. That's right. No 15-yarders here. Is that the... That's it? That's on the positive side, it. yeah. All right. Go ahead, Pete. Uh, McClendon can kick. Uh, well, we're now doing goats. Oh, goats. Deion Harris, the cornerback. He's not turn his head. He never turns his head on anything. It's been a problem since Richmond, and it will be one of the reasons why he doesn't make this team. Sorry, okay. harsh, but true. Jalen McClendon, uh, you know, I'm not trying to take shots at the young man, but not an impressive performance throwing the ball. Yeah, I was thinking maybe he could be practice squad, but I don't know if he's someone you want to keep. Think about it. The potential practice squad guy was Woodrum, who got hurt. Yeah. You know? McClendon was two of eight for four yards and a pick. Oh, God. Can we give a – he's an Ashburn guy. I got to know him in the pre-draft. And Trace McSorley's a really nice kid, grew up a Redskins fan. It's preseason. Can we give him a game? He was good, dude. He was very good. 15 to 27, 170 and a touchdown. Second straight, pretty nice performance. I don't know if we can give the opposing quarterback a game ball, but maybe a very generous hat tip. Very generous hat tip. Yeah, you kind of bend your head and really tilt some respect. Like a top of the morning to you. Cam Sims also probably a goat. Three drops. Yeah, dude. Three drops on a night he really needed to produce, and now he says these next 36 hours are going to be real long, and he's just going to – last year he said he didn't get a phone call, and he went to the facility and was still allowed in, so he's going to hope that happens this year too. No news is good news for Cam. I think. Yeah, I'm kicking the can on Troy Apke. I think just just bad angles. I was thinking about this. We always say, "Hey, we can keep him because of the speed." Have we ever said, "Hey, there's Troy Apke's speed"? I've never seen. They him wanted to show play. up on special teams. Yeah. I've never seen been like, "Oh, there's a speed we've talked about." I just don't see it on the field. I think that touchdown in Week One by Baker. Yeah. The touchdown throw where he was in a perfect position. Yeah. But just kind of either jumped too early or didn't get up high. I think that encapsulates what we've seen from him. Sometimes he's sort of in the right place, but he just never kind of really makes the play. He's really good at tackling guys like 18 yards past the line of scrimmage. Never any closer. Doing a kick of the can to <laughs> Samaj P. Ryan again. Ah, for sure. I just, and, yeah. 5 of 13, is that his most productive preseason game? So he was 15 of 30, 15 for 30 coming into tonight. I don't know what the breakdown is. So he averaged was. three, he averaged five carries. He bumped his yards per carry yards. up from two to 2.1. Yeah. Maybe I, you I just get him a hat tip. I've been saying it for a while, but I think it's about time to end that experiment. Um, Maybe it will be time, dude. Like, Because last year we were saying this. We were like, wow, he fumbled a couple times, and he was like one of the last to make it on. And then he has done nothing to improve himself, and it's a year later. It's funny because, again, going back to the Cleveland game, he had the fourth and one run where he kind of made a nice shifty move at the line of scrimmage and ran over, not ran through a linebacker to get the first down. And you like you point to that and you're like, this is why you need a guy like that kind of running back on the team. But he just never shows up. It, yeah. it just it's never there. Yeah, if we ever got to the point where PRM is getting a fourth and one over Peterson or Geis, this stadium would burn to the ground. So I don't think he has a spot. They may give it to him, but I don't think he has. No. Yeah, go for it. Coaching staff for not playing Eric Flowers. 
I really am upset about that. All right. I really think that, that, that was a situation you got to put that guy in. Somehow not upset about Trent Williams not coming. Upset about the coaching staff not playing Eric Flowers. Yes. No. He's your starting left ta- left guard. Well, who's the starting left tackle? Donald Penn. Oh, boy. Vortex. Is there anything else? I don't think so. I'm going to end it. Oh, do you want to do pod schedule real quick? As yeah, but really it's still it. up in the air, dude. Okay. We're still negotiating. It's game week officially. We don't have a practice schedule next week yet. Not yet. Do we? So, right. I think we're going to see, if I was to guess, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practice schedule. It'll only be Sunday or Monday. Sunday or Monday. One or the other. We'll figure all that out. So here's what I'm going to do. Preseason's over. So that's that's reason enough to play some music. Pete is so in right now. But let's also do this. I like. I like. Know exactly where this is going. I don't know if you do. Okay. Week one. Fletcher Cox, foot injury, Dicey. not sure what's going to happen. Sean Jackson just broke his finger. A little finger issue. Week two, just saw this. Coming off of back surgery. Not to mention the quarterback's coming off of back surgery. Back, 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 back surgery. And I will never forget what I saw in Case Keenum's eyes when I asked him about his last trip to Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going to happen, but I will never forget that look. Just like the first time I asked Adrian Peterson, oh, yeah. does he run oh. angry? I'll never forget that look I got yeah. in my eyes. Um, so that's week one. Week two, I just oh, saw this. Play the Cowboys week two, I believe. Play the Cowboys week two. Jerry Jones on Ezekiel Elliott. And this is midnight, August 29th, so right now, when we're recording. Jerry Jones on Ezekiel Elliott. I'm operating as though right now he's going to miss regular season games. My entire expectation for what we're putting together as a team right now would anticipate him holding out, that he's going to miss games. I just accept that. That's That's week two. Pretty juicy holdout right there. And I'll ask this, and this is an honest question. What's up with Amari Cooper's foot? I don't know. Or whatever the hell's going on with him. A heel, his heel. He said he had that in college, too. Last I heard, it was like, we're totally him out to be safe. I don't know if it's progressing or getting worse with the way that's going. I like okay, I'll tell you what. If you want to start feeling a little bullish, there's a couple things that might be trending in that direction. I mean, Fletcher Cox and DJX are two pretty important players for that Eagles team. Don't forget back surgery. You know what would help Eric Flowers a lot if he wasn't blocking Fletcher Cox in week one? You that's know what I wouldn't point. like to see? Huh. That. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. He would have four sacks. Fletcher, just rest up, man. It's a long year. So, I, I'm just saying that. I don't know. And the running game could be really good. There's my Mr. Brightside. One more Mr. Brightside. Preseason is over. Over. Let's get Let's the F out of preseason. The next football game we see. Dude. So, Garrett's saying that Amari Cooper's on schedule to play week one. So, it might be a little... That's fine. But... I'll not to mention, not to mention, the Eagles... Told now... Eagles talk and Cowboys talk are talking about the Redskins' best offense, best offensive player is still dealing with a concussion. So there's, there's their best offensive player is holding out, which you just continue to gloss over. No, Donald Penn's here. Right, 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 <laughs> and right, all of those things. But their most dynamic offensive player. Regardless of all of it, we want to thank Orsman Automotive of Virginia. You want to hang out with us September 14th? You can bring your kids to Old Town Pets. That'll be a kid-friendly event. Bring your Except dogs. Bring your dogs. One last thing. Sure. August was by far the best month we've ever had by in a podcast mile. history. Just, Thank you all for listening. We have a record that is just destroying every other record. Absurd. Destroyed. Absurd. And thank you all for they being a part of that. It. September 9th, you can come to Dudley's. That is probably not a bring your kids event because so that's much. two Monday night football games. Yeah. yeah. And it, it might just be 24 hours before my birthday. 
Might so, just be. Yeah. Might, so, might be a night right there. And we're going to be coming off uh, yeah. Eagles game. Right, right, right. And Tuesday's an and off Tuesday's day. Tuesday's an off day. Oh, it's, a, it's happening. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. Happening. I'll tell you what. If the Redskins pull off a win in Philly, it's a night. Look out. And that's a there are some, with the song. There are some shots coming our way. Oh. Time to go. Uh, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, I owe you a beer. So it's a two-on-one interview. Um, thank you both for coming out here. Dwayne, let's start with you. You got to start at FedEx Field, a place where you've been to games. I mean, you, you were here for high school. You know what this crowd can be like. How did that feel coming out of the tunnel? I, I saw you running out. It looked pretty emotional. Yeah, man, this is uh, great to be able to play football. Where I went to high school at, it's like home for me. And um, just like the love from the fans, um, you know, all the excitement they're giving to me around the field, that just gives me a great, great feeling about being quarterback here. You really got things going there with the drive. Late in the first quarter or the second quarter, you found your tight ends a couple times, then the great touchdown throw in the corner. Take us through why the offense started clicking for you. I think we had a, like a penalty before that play, and um, I was just in a huddle, and I'm like, man, look, guys, we made mistakes. We got, we got to move forward from them, and um, especially if we're trying to win this game. And the whole series just of just execution, just from the standpoint of protection, making the right calls, picking up on offensive line, running the ball well, and making passes need to be made. And, you know, I'll give credit to my receivers making great catches, and, um, you know, it was a lot of fun out there. So giving credit to the receivers, let's talk about the guy that, that caught the touchdown. What was the play call, and how'd you find him? Was it bunch right, wide left, face 17, keep right? Mm-hmm. No, I lied. It was Z-slide. 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 Um, but, yeah, man, I got out the pocket. I looked, at, looked out to my right, and this is my guy right here. So, of course, I'm going to give him an opportunity to score a touchdown. We talked the whole day, like, man, just play, have fun, and um, most importantly, just let go. see it here. So, yeah. what, was there any question you were going to catch that ball? You put it where only the receiver could get it. Did you have to lay out? Talk us through it. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. It was a perfect ball. Um, just right where I needed to be, away from the defender, low and away. Uh, I didn't think I scored at first. I didn't know what was going on. I was just excited. It was just a fun moment. It was... yeah, I knew he caught that one. Did you think it was a TD right away? Oh, of course. I mean, before we called the play, I'm like, yeah, it's a touchdown. So. What about the play before that to J.P. Holtz, where he was just bumbling, stumbling, looked like he might have gotten in? Yeah, he's a strong runner, man. Um, we had a you know, concept to the boundary. Guy buzzing underneath the flat, come over through the stop to him, and... I mean, he gave him the ball. I mean, he just run people over. You know, it's easy to throw to a big yeah. target. And, um, you know, before the game, was like, I'm a couple of balls, and I did. <laughs> I, I want to ask about your growth throughout the preseason. But, but Stephen, I, I want to stick with you real quick. Mm-hmm. You came into this situation probably a roster long shot. Where do you think you are now? Uh, I think I, I, I made my, uh, a, a good fight for my, my case tonight. Um, I played a good game, um, and I, it's, it's out of my hands. I just have to leave it to the guys upstairs. Hopefully, I, I got enough film out there. What was the feedback like from the coaches? Uh, good, good game, good game, great game. Um, that's pretty much it, you know. They were right. They're telling yeah. you the, the, the correct news. All right, uh, Dwayne, you are not a long shot for the roster. You're the 15th overall pick. You are the, the quarterback of the future for this organization. When we talked at the beginning of training camp in Richmond, you said that your biggest goals were being able to call the plays in the huddle and just a real mastery of the playbook. Where do you think you are with that now? Uh, I still think I got a ways to go, but I mean, you can ask Steve. Like, it's like my demeanor in the huddle is better. Me talking to my guys and in between plays, getting in and out the huddle, being clean with operation is just something I wanted to keep getting better at. And that just gets more comfortable in the offense, and I feel like I've done that every day. Okay. Brian Mitchell in the, in the studio has a question for you. You should be able to hear him. I, I asked both of you guys, I, I, when the season started, well, when you first got here, they talked a lot about how difficult this offense is to learn. I want to know from both of you where you all at with that and how comfortable you feel just going out and letting it hang out. I, 
I could go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I feel like the offense, um, it's, it's really just the terminology um, that's different from college. Uh, just the plays are a little longer, and you, you got to think a little more, and that's about it. But I feel like we, we're, we're grasping it pretty well, and things are going smooth. Yeah, I mean, I just say it's this dedication. I mean, Steve stays with me. We go over the plays almost every day, and it's just like just hearing it, just calling it. It's just a lot of, it's a lot of verbiage. I don't think the concepts are necessarily hard. It's just that you get like 15 words to play sometimes. It's just like, what did he just say? You just got to think about it. And um, just picture it. And the more you hear it, the more you call it, the better you get at it playing with it. And, um, you know, eventually you'll be able to just you know, be able to go out there and play and not have to think. So. Trevor Maddich in Bethesda has another question for you guys. I want to toss it to Trevor. Dwayne, how would you describe your progression from the first preseason game to tonight? Uh, just being comfortable. Um, I was, I was talking to Doc about this, just like understanding the receivers, which body language each receiver has when they're open, when not open, when not throw the ball. Um, offense alignment, how deep do I get in my drops? Can I step up in the pocket? Is the offensive line have a good, um, good, good uh, cup around me where I can step up and move or maneuver? Um, knowing who I'm playing against, that helps out a lot. And then um, just studying, um, studying, 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 and um, just being comfortable. Uh, when I was in college, I waited two years to play, and I knew the offense like it was back in my hand. So now that I'm here, it's going to take a little bit to, to learn, especially because of the, the, the variety of plays we have. But, I mean, I'm just having fun with it. It's my job, and that's what I look forward to. I know Julie wants to say goodbye to you. Let me say this. Watching you from... Cleveland, the first preseason game to, to now, you can see the pace. You're getting to the line of scrimmage that much faster, and it's noticeable just, just to the, the folks up in the press box. Jules, you're up. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Dwayne, we know that you're, you're having to share the reps with the two other quarterbacks, Colt McCoy early on, Case Keenum. You're not necessarily getting all of these equal time, but we see you putting in work after with Kelvin Harmon, with Terry McLaurin, with Steven Sims right there as well. And even on the sideline today, when Cam Sims missed that shot, you're on the sideline working with him. How important and how much do those extra little reps that you guys take really help you here? Uh, I mean, it helps out a lot for me because... I mean, as a quarterback, I want guys to be confident in me knowing that I'm going to do my job and that I can do uh, do the right things on the field, make the right reads, make the right throws. And, you know, I just want to instill trust in them that I know that I can, I believe in them and that um, when I need them, they're going to make a play for me like Kim and, um, and Steve did this today. And, um, you know, the biggest thing is this with receivers is just they got to just, you know, keep pushing them because, you know, they make mistakes and they got long plays and it's hard on them as well. But I'm um, just trying to figure out a way to just keep them uh, level-headed. All right, and Stephen, Adrian Peterson told us to look out for you mm. early on in camp. We got to see that tonight as well. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. That's young Antonio Brown right there. Young yeah. A.B., he there says. He Coming from the QB. Speed, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, young A.B. There thank you. A.B. <laughs> swag. All right, thanks, guys. Go enjoy this one. Thank you. Thank you. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chevy Buick GMC. Let's ride together. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. 
See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chantilly Kia. Let's ride together.